1: Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
0: Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. This is Mike. I am the host of the program. I will be with you for the next two hours along with my fellow patriots. Please let me introduce them to you. On my right, the right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr.
4: Corbett, memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays.
5: I'm gonna need some retraining. I haven't done this since last year. I, it has
0: <laughs> been it has been a little while it has uh, it's it's been a, it's been a whole whole
5: another year uh-huh. it seems
0: like but you know what it seems like it was just like last week
5: yeah yeah it does, um, does. time flies when you it, it, it does it when does. you're yeah. having fun on my left
0: the uh, guarding the door the the legal ninja the courtroom assassin mr kevin maxwell thank you man Gentlemen, how are, how are you doing today? Did everybody have a good holiday break? Everything worked out well for everyone uh, around here, around town, around involved, uh, countrywide, in the nation, those sitting with me here? Anytime, guys. Jump in.
5: Mine was good. There we go. I was waiting for you to shut yeah. up.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, that's going yeah, to no, be here a calendar, not a watch.
5: That's why my chair reclines over here. <laughs> Any anytime, gentlemen. Anytime you want to jump in and take the lead, let me get uh,
0: ten seconds worth of breath. No problem.
6: <laughs> He's a Galapagos lizard. He breathes through his eyelids. Uh-huh, so he doesn't need uh-huh. to take a breath. Yeah, I can also uh, clean never my mind. eyelids. Never yeah. mind. I don't want to. Never mind. <laughs> See, I knew it. I just... TMI. TMI. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so uh, interesting. Interesting week so far going on. Uh,
5: Unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We uh, we'll, we'll definitely get to talk to everybody about what's happened down in Fort Lauderdale. We've got some insight into what's going on down there. Uh, the biggest point that we will continue to make with you as, as, as we make every other opportunity uh, or every other time it comes up is, once again, people were killed in a gun-free zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you at length about people being killed, not having the opportunity to protect themselves in a gun-free zone. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss that. We will... We've got a few other things to talk about. We're not sure how much we're going to get to. I don't want to give you too much information up up front, because if, this, if this goes long... Won't you won't know. listen to the rest of this
4: show. Well,
0: no, we <laughs> we know. It, listen, it's he, all good topics. We always bring in good topics. What, he he we, doesn't want to overpromise and under-deliver. Yeah, there. story of my life. <laughs> one, of the, one of the stories, and we talked to you about this a couple weeks back, about uh, purchasing firearms. If you happen to be in a state that... Allows you under state law to uh, to to purchase or possess or use
6: marijuana. Oh, you're talking about the new 4473. Yeah, the the yeah. new, the new uh, ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco
0: and Firearms background check form has a has some specific guidance on that, and we will be discussing that with you. Uh, that'll will probably definitely be in the second hour, so stick around for that if that's your if that's your your topic, that's your questions, and we're also gonna tell you and we're gonna give you some ways and we're gonna give you some tips and we're gonna give you some pointers how to keep yourself. From being the victim in a gun-free zone, specifically uh, an airport, because it's it's uh, it, it's kind of unique at the airport, and we're going to get into real detail with that. Sometimes you just there you, you get at some spots in the airport where you don't have an opportunity to be armed. You're you're going to be unarmed it's
6: if like you're going to, pre- to fly. It's it's like preparing for an earthquake. You you know what you got to get ready for it, yeah. but it's not like you can avoid it. Yes, if you're there, yeah. it's you're there. Yeah, you can avoid going to a
0: major theme park. You can avoid going to the post office, you know, all the other places where you can't take your concealed firearm. This is one of those places where unless you're going to, you know, walk from Orlando to Seattle or, excuse me, to Alaska, like this gentleman did, it's, uh, you know, you're going to need to take the plane. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're going to talk about uh, talk about that for a little bit. Um, uh, in In the meantime... Uh, Kevin anything uh, anything cool in the world of law this week anything anything exciting that happened anything you can that, change the names to protect we, the uh, the guilty and... Well,
6: we, we did uh, alleged alleged allegedly alleged alleged guilty. allegedly guilty yeah Earl's been listening <laughs> uh, we we did get a chance to uh to speak to uh Fox 35 news locally about some legislation they're trying to put forward in the aftermath of the pulse nightclub shooting
0: you know what? We are going to talk. Let's go. We got a couple of minutes now. Let's let's talk about that, and we'll bring that back at the uh, at the next segment. Also,
6: um, it it was.
0: Uh, this is Florida. This, Florida. Is, this is Florida the, for those joining us around the country, and you're going to start seeing more of these uh, because again, there's been another there's been another uh, mass shooting where people were killed in a gun free zone, but we're going to blame the gun, and uh, I, I think that kind of sets it up. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead.
6: That the the question was if if the, you could there was something that could be done. to to effectively legislate in uh, morality so that terrorists don't do these kinds of things. And and I pointed out to the interviewer that the firearm used in the Pulse shooting, uh, which was a high-capacity firearm, was no more responsible for that shooting than a spoon is for making someone fat. Uh, Someone got interviewed about the Fort Lauderdale shooting and has, uh, I think it's referred to as co-opt that, uh, that I, phrase. I don't know if it would be mm-hmm. co-opt. I just, I
0: just straight jacked it. Straight, I, just straight, up I just stole it. I, I took it, I took it and made it my own. Uh, I,
6: so, so now I'm going to get a shirt made that uh, says, got your spoon. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of spoon do you carry? Right, right. My spoon's a Glock. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a couple
0: yesterday, a couple different interviews yesterday. And, and I made sure I used, uh, exactly what Kevin just said and, We've said it before, but I was like, you know what, Kevin said it, I'm going to I'm gonna jump back on it. Kevin did an interview with Fox. I did a couple other interviews, and I put said right in there, the gun was no more responsible for those deaths than the spoon is for making you fat.
6: So. I, I also have used pencil misspelling words, but it's just not as poignant as a spoon making you fat. Because, you know, I've seen somebody threaten someone else with a spoon. Don't make me use this. She was afraid of getting fat, so she let him go. Oh, okay, all right. Well, yeah, that's that's
0: I can I can understand that. I can see that. Uh, yeah, it was um your your story. I believe uh, the interview you did actually came about before the Fort
6: Lauderdale shooting. It did. It happened before that took place. It right. was actually um I think it was Thursday midday that I did that interview, and
5: we have the link to that interview on our Facebook page.
6: OK, OK. And, and it's about the question was about the, the pending legislation, because in Florida, this is the first time the legislature's really met uh, since that that tragedy. And so the legislators involved feel like they need to do something, even though similar legislation was presented on an emergency basis and didn't get any traction. It's it's simply a knee jerk reaction. Let's bl- Let's let's try to do something about the thing that we can see let's ban cars that can be driven by drunk people. It's not possible you can't you, you cannot make it safe you, you want to stop smoking you changed behavior you didn't make cigarettes less dangerous you made people not want to use them. That's the way you're gonna change the problem with with violence make people not want to do it
5: yeah cigarettes are still you know you still see them in all the corner corner stores and All that. The only thing that hasn't, or that has changed, is you don't see cigarette machines like you used to.
0: Yeah, and when they got rid of Joe Camel selling them, you know, no more cartoons. So that clearly solved the problem. So, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We've got, uh, we've got plenty more when we come back. We'll see you after the break.
9: 425-454-7012. That's
3: 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level
0: Training and the CERT S I R T training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Welcome back to the Celtech Studios. Hey, we're going to talk to you today. We told you we we're going to talk to you about it. We're going to talk to you about the uh, the shooting in Fort Lauderdale. I want to give you some some insights, some information, some things that uh, that happened down there that. You've probably seen it in the news, and we're, we're not going to try and get into the uh, that portion of it. We want to talk to you about what we know and what uh, what can you you can do to help yourself while you're down there. First off, uh, an airport. I want you to understand how an airport works. For those of you that have never been to an airport, or those who just uh, you know go through and 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 walk around an airport, and and never really uh, take notice, uh, an airport has two specific areas, and this is uh, this is for all passenger airports. Passenger airports uh, are airports that have Airline flights coming in and out, scheduled airline traffic coming in and out, uh, small hubs, medium hubs, big hubs. Uh, the hub that happened in, in Fort Lauderdale was, a, was one of the large hubs. It's one of the top 30 hubs in the United States, making it a, a large hub in, in, uh, in uh, this country. There are two sections of the airport. And I want you to, want you to imagine everything, or imagine a, a line which is there, and you may not realize it, everything beyond the TSA checkpoint. And everything before the TSA checkpoint. Or, you know, if you're coming into the airport from outside, everything before the TSA checkpoint and everything inside the TSA checkpoint. If you're getting off the plane, you're already in the TSA cleared area. Because if you do the math in your head, you started somewhere else where you were cleared. You got onto a secured aircraft and then came down into someplace else that was secured. So you've you've become part of the, the chain of custody, so to speak, uh, of the areas that have been cleared. And then when you get to the TSA area, now, obviously, when you leave the airport, you don't walk back through the TSA examination point that you came in through. You go back through another door where there's a security guard or somebody else, and that's the place where it says, don't turn around, don't go back, don't come through here, because it's that's the, the, the line, the delineation there between secure area and the non-secure area. Uh, I, I bring this up because... Inside the secure area, that's the federally uh, restricted area. You cannot have a uh, you cannot have a firearm at all in there, an unsecured firearm. You can't have a knife. You guys know this. You can't have a tube of toothpaste over three ounces. You know, depending on what they're now clippers. Yeah, exactly. Depending on what their rules are for the week, something something along those lines. Uh, this gentleman that did this shooting was outside the restricted area. Now. The way he got his gun, for into that restricted area, it's it, it's it's pretty simple. Just just you know, hang out hang out with me, follow along. You, he started at an airport in Alaska. He got to the airport in Alaska. Now the the laws in Alaska for guns are more designed along the lines of uh, you know their their gun laws are the Second Amendment. It, in Alaska, there's no. Permit to carry a gun concealed, there's no permit to carry a gun open carry. It's uh, both open carry and concealed carry are legal in the state of Alaska. No permit is required. All you have to do is not be a convicted felon. You have to be over 21 years of age, and you have to be mentally stable. It's the same thing for having a gun in most other parts of the country. They just don't require a permit for it it's it's and i know what you're saying you're saying well you know uh, you know he had a mental illness why did he you know if he if they had the the permits there he would have he would have had a he wouldn't have had a gun yeah i'm sorry and Then in that case there'd be no felons with guns there'd be no bad guys with guns there'd be nobody uh, chicago would have no was it 769 homicides this past year there would have been none of them because guns are not illegal in chicago or excuse me guns are not legal in the city of chicago and, and therefore,
6: they can't be in this situation. Correct,
0: correct. So clearly, it's only the illegals. It's like
6: forks at medieval times. Right, right yeah, yeah.
0: So he, he got the gun onto the airplane. He went to the airport, and he said, hello, I'm traveling to Fort Lauderdale. I would like to check my firearm. Now, you can't have the firearm in the airport in Florida. Florida is one of those places where when you you're transporting your firearm it's okay because it's unloaded and secured all right it's like it's like carrying a baseball bat in in luggage uh you're not going to hit a ball with it all right no matter mm-hmm. how much you try you're not going to hit a ball with it it's the same with the gun the gun is in the luggage the gun is secure the gun is unloaded the guns in a lockbox. the the ammunition stored separately and that
6: all has to happen before you Cross the threshold into the
0: airport. Yeah, you can't do this. You can't, you know, be walking in with your bags and say, well, let
6: me I mean, go ahead only, and take my gun off my holster. Secure. Yeah, 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 yeah let yeah. me clear and secure now. Doesn't, doesn't that, that I'm way. at the ticket counter. Yeah.
0: Doesn't work that way. You have to have done this prior to. Don't do this in the parking
6: lot at the airport either. It freaks <laughs> out the guys watching the cameras. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this should be done at home. Especially but, now. it Now it really freaks out yeah. the guys watching the cameras. So in
0: Alaska... He took his gun, he had it cleared ahead of time, he walked through the airport, he got
6: to the Delta counter. Each each airport is a little different from that point. And and each each handler may be different. Each yeah, yeah. agent may do it somewhat differently. But it's uh, supposed we, to be a procedure for right, all of them. Right. We we travel
0: and the reason that the, the procedures are different is because each facility has a different infrastructure. Right. Where where the bag goes from the time it's checked, who's with it, who observes it, when does it get scanned, and so they try to make the procedures match the uh, the facility. So, right. in Alaska, he would have happened, one of a couple of things would have happened, he would have went up to the counter and said, I have a firearm to declare, and they would have said, okay, sir, please open the bag and show me the firearm, or, okay, which bag is it? Okay, now put this piece of paper on it, or, okay... Come with wait, me, come with we're th- going
4: to go
6: down to the TSA agent, right. and the TSA agent's going to yeah. go examine the bag. Or wait here, and TSA will come get it from us. Right. It, it really just depends. Or they'll come get you, and you right. and the bag will go down to where they're going to examine
0: it. Correct. It just all depends on the facility. So at that point, it's been cleared. The airline has said, okay, we're, we're confident it's cleared. TSA's confident that the gun is cleared. It's going to go on the bottom of the plane. No matter what you see in the movies, when you're flying, you can't get from the top of the plane to the bottom of the plane. You can't it, get into the Unless you got hole. like a
6: rescue saw or something, yeah.
0: Right, and I, I think that's on the ban list for
6: TSA. No rescue. Yeah, saw, you're not no allowed to carry a rescue saws. Yeah. No, saw no, no battery-powered saws on. Just saying, or like Just that. saying.
5: Yeah. yeah, no, it's possible. It's possible. What, what about a can opener? It's
6: well, they have to be a really, really good diesel-powered
5: yeah. can opener. Yeah, d- yeah, with the, like a backpack and a
0: you know cool. some sort of. The, some sort of
5: we, we've wireless. all seen those movies. It's real easy to shoot through the skin of an airplane. Well, that yeah. it is. It oh, is that, able to yeah. shoot
6: through the skin of an airplane. Yeah, that call, that's referred to as explosive decompression, yeah. <laughs> and it's usually bad for the rest of the airplane. Uh, as a pilot, I could tell you this, if, if the flying public
0: knew <laughs> what airplanes were made of and how
6: thin the skins were,
0: they would, they would not get on the plane. And if they did, it would be, you know, wearing socks, walking on pillows and, and sitting down on a, an air mattress. It's a, it's a giant aluminum can held in the sky with a couple of aluminum rivets. You know, they're, they're, I mean, they're very sturdy but it's a matter yeah. of yes, when but... you take a thousand rivets and put something together. Uh, well, it, yeah, they're yeah, very
6: sturdy like a Coke can is very sturdy as long as it's less Coke in it. Yes, exactly so it's, right. It's, yeah, yeah. It has pressure from both don't sides. Don't let it decompress that, yeah. because, because then it gets crumply really mm-hmm, easy. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, now
0: that now that the, he's on the aircraft, the, the, the firearm is below, he's above, and we all know what happened then. He came to Fort Lauderdale. Now, everything I've seen, everything I've talked to, and we have talked to people inside the airport, we've talked to law enforcement down there. There, there was no stop in Canada. They had to fly over Canada. I believe that's where the confusion came from. They stopped in, uh, uh, in, in Minneapolis, I believe it was. So they stopped in the United States. Now which, he never, which
6: talks, they sound like they're from Canada, but they're
0: not. I don't know. What's all that about? You know, yeah. being from,
6: from up there. Hey. Uh, and they did not. He did not get his bag back. So he didn't
0: get his bag back in Minneapolis, and say, okay, well I'm going to load two mags and put it back underneath. And no, you, you didn't. You don't see your bags. Uh, Kevin and I have both been very, very fortunate to know that if you get delayed and and, and drop someplace overnight and your and your aircraft uh, on your on your stopover uh, for some reason will not continue, guess guess what guess what you get from your bags? You, nothing. You get nothing. You get you, you got your carry-on, which is why as a good traveler you always carry a pair of socks, pair of uh, undergarments, and. Uh, and a toothbrush and maybe some deodorants. Very and, small and bag. And
6: then have, be a lawyer and no people in other states who can loan you a firearm while you have to wait overnight to get out of that particular city.
0: Be because you want to do it legally. Otherwise, we right. could just go to Chicago and pick up a gun.
6: Right. It's the, the street area. corner yeah. for yeah. 40 bucks yeah. apparently.
0: Um, so he had his aircraft on, excuse me, he had his uh, firearm on the aircraft legally. He has followed all procedures up until this point. Except for one that we're going to get into a little bit more, that he has a mental illness and a firearm. But you know why that happened? Well, because he broke the law. He broke the law. He broke the law when he did that. But firearm now on the aircraft, checked underneath on the way to Fort Lauderdale. About as dangerous as a pair of shoes. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna leave you at that point. We're gonna come back from the break. We're gonna give you some more on what happened on the other end in Fort Lauderdale. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltek Studios. We'll see you after the break.
1: Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
0: Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin.
6: This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Guntech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.
0: Welcome back to Arms Radio, coming to you live from the kel Studios, and welcome back to the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. Thank you. Talk to, uh, I talk to everybody out there at Gun Tech this week, as I do every week, and we are looking forward to uh, being with them in Las Vegas at the SHOT Show in the uh, upcoming, what is it, next weekend, weekend after next, something like that, I don't know, within the next uh, 10 days, I believe we'll we'll be with them and we'll be out there uh, with them, uh, just helping at the booth, uh, meeting people, and uh, looking at the new GunTech products, and and bringing back uh, for you more more information about GunTech and more great stuff. I mean, they got uh, Kevin. I don't know if you saw the updates that uh, were sent out by GunTech this week with all the new products on there. They're just they don't stop. I don't know what they're doing. I no. they just they, don't, they got they got like uh, elves. I think they got elves running around the GunTech USA elves I think, making <laughs> products.
6: I, I don't think it's year elf. round. No, no, this is America. I think they have a think tank.
0: The, yeah, but that tank don't make that tank don't make uh, stuff. Somebody's got to put their hands on it. No,
6: but well, they got to think of it first, and they really think of a lot of stuff.
0: Oh no, yeah, they do. But then they throw then they toss the plans to the elves, and they get to cooking. They get to making. They make the cookies. They make the Phil and Charlie think up the cookies, and these guys make them. They come up with the
6: recipes, and they make them. No, I think it's just Jay and Five Hour Energy Shots.
0: Who is Jay Kevin? Since you bring his name up, and nobody else knows, he he works for
6: he works for for the company, and uh, and he is a very resourceful young man, uh, and he is very high energy, up into the point where he loses consciousness, and then you pour fire energy shots in him and send him back out to work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's a he's a uh, he's a he's a
6: task oriented person. That is the understatement
0: of the century.
6: Yes. Yeah.
0: He, if you told That's him, it's like sho- saying the flash is he's a task oriented person. Yeah.
6: Yeah. It's a, it's <laughs> it tell him to shovel a hole and he will do so in a, in a hurricane. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's full of water, he will not stop.
0: <laughs> well, it'll, it'll drain once he pops out the other end. Yes, he will. Keep... <laughs> All right. I hit the bottom yeah. or the top.
6: That's it. Yeah. You.
0: Depending on why is everybody upside down over here? That's so weird. Uh, all right, we were talking to you about the shooting in Fort Lauderdale. We wanted to let me reset it again just to give you how the firearm got to the airport. It is legal to transport your firearm across the country with yourself as long as uh, you're legally able to possess the firearm at the point of origin and at the point of destination. It's legal to transport your firearm across the country as long as in those locations that firearm is legal to be present. Yeah, don't don't take
6: your your Firearm to Massachusetts. That's,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. This means yeah. you don't take a high-capacity magazine. You don't take, excuse me, you don't take a standard-capacity magazine to California. You don't take any type of handgun to New York City. You don't take
6: you, your 50 Barrett sniper rifle for competition uh, in any form uh, to California because they will seize it, even though if it belongs to a foreign country. Correct. Like they did to the Canadian sniper team. Correct. So, as long as... You and the gun
0: are legal where you start, and you and the gun are legal where you end up. It's legal to take that firearm across country on an airplane, even if you're flying over Canada, even if you were to happen to be flying over Mexico, because if you're going, guess what, if you're going from uh, Los Angeles to Houston, Dallas, you're flying over Mexico on the way there. So you could fly over another country and still be allowed to have your firearm. Now, you don't have the firearm. You've checked the firearm. You've, the procedures are, have a firearm unloaded, have the firearm securely encased, have the ammunition separate. You go to the airport, you declare it, they figure out whatever their method is for checking it uh, at the counter at the TSA, and you can put the firearm on the aircraft. That's how this gentleman got a firearm from Alaska, where he was currently living and working, at, to the state of Florida. Now, once he got to Florida, and this is how it should work in an airport, for those of you that have traveled with a... a A firearm, you understand this. Those of you that don't, this is why we're telling you. When you check that firearm in, now you know when you get your bags back. Pretty much everybody's flown. You get your bags back after you've cleared the secured area. You're no longer in the TSA restricted area. You walk through those doors that say, don't come back in, don't turn around. There's a security guard there. There's a TSA agent there. There's a local police officer there. And they say, sir, we need you to turn around. You can't come back in. So that's it. You you know that. You're out of yep. the secure area, and that's where the bags are. If you want
6: to go back, you have to go back through the TSA security. Correct.
0: Even if you left something on the plane, you have to go back through the restricted uh, access point. Now, he got his bag. He got it off of after, off off the, baggage, conveyor. Off the yeah. conveyor, the baggage terminal, however it is, Vatner and Terminal 2 in, in Fort Lauderdale. At that point, he started breaking the law again. And this is a guy that has broken the law. This is not someone that used a loophole in the law. This is not someone that found a way to make the law work for his nefarious means. This is somebody who broke the law. One, he has a, he has a, a mental disability, uh, and he should not have been in possession of this firearm. And two, now on the other end, he is going into the bathroom. Florida Airport is a place where you cannot have a loaded gun. There are several states, 44 states, where you're allowed to have a firearm. If uh, let's say you're the taxi driver and you got to come in and use the bathroom, you have a concealed firearm. It's okay. okay. It's okay to bring it into the bathroom there because guess what? It's a lot more safe than leaving it in the car. But uh, not in Florida. Six states do not allow that to happen. Florida happens to be one of them. Either way, if it had not been illegal there, it wasn't stopping this guy. This little misdemeanor crime is not stopping this guy from going into the bathroom and loading his firearm. It had been no different if he had not broken the law and gone outside the terminal to the parking garage and loaded the gun and then come back in. It wouldn't have made a bit of difference in the world, the gun-free zone status of the terminal. So don't get hung up on that. This gentleman, whether he consciously decided or on a mentally disabled brain decided that he was going to kill people, that's what happened. He had that firearm there. He loaded it in the bathroom. He came back inside. He started to shoot indiscriminately from everything we've seen so far, uh, killing five, wounding eight.
6: Now, it, it wouldn't have not have made any difference if he'd have gotten in a car and he'd driven to Florida and he'd walked into that airport from the parking garage with a loaded gun in his hand and opened fire. How the gun got into the airport isn't relevant what is relevant is that he shouldn't have had possession of a firearm if he was telling and, and this is the the feedback and the, the investigation is still going, if he was reporting that isis was trying to control his mind that he was he was hearing things that he was having you know both audio and in auditory hallucinations uh it's it's not something that should be taken lightly. If you've got anybody in your life that's having these kinds of problems, disarm them, take their stuff and put it somewhere safe. It, that's part of the responsibility of being a gun owner is if you know somebody in your circle, that's coming a little unwound, you got to go get their stuff and put it away. That's what you got to go do. This guy was, uh, listen for
0: a, uh lack of a medical term, Looney Tunes, okay? This guy... I, I actually, I think that's a medical term. Is, is it was Looney Tunes. He goes into the FBI office in November up in uh, in Anchorage in Alaska and says that he hears voices in his head telling him to watch ISIS videos. And it's the U.S. Mil, or US intelligence agencies telling him to watch these ISIS videos. So the FBI said, uh, you know what, uh, we're going to hand you over to local law enforcement. Oh, the old handoff. And the uh, local law enforcement hands him off to... Local mental receiving facility, and where they say, I know what they say, Kevin. I know what they really say, but I know what they're going to say they said. What they really say is,
6: What kind of insurance do you have? That's exactly what they said. What they they say to him is, Or they treated him until he ran out, and then they sent him home. Well, you're better. How do you know? Well, you're out of money. Yeah, Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So he ends up.
0: With this firearm, even though he has a mental disability, and that's that's the big that's the big part here. Like Kevin said, how the firearm got into this portion of the airport is not important. It was that was done by the law. He used a procedure set in place. The problem was that he has a mental illness. He has the firearm. The problem is he has the firearm in a gun-free zone. Those are the next issues we're, we're going to talk about with you. That he had a mental illness, and he had a firearm, and that he had a firearm in a gun-free zone. Does this uh, they sound like issues to you, Kevin? Issues they perhaps they, that
6: need to come up and be, uh, be addressed. He had a mental illness in a gun-free zone. He just cut out the middle step. Yeah, he had he had both there at, at one point. So
0: so we're gonna we're gonna discuss those for me when we get back from the break. We've got uh, we've and then we're gonna we're also gonna give you some tips on how to stay secure in that facility. How to, how when you find yourself there, how to stay secure. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break.
8: get ready stay ready with the cert training pistol go online right now to next level slash arms room
1: ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech
3: Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Celtech Studios.
0: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. You're listening uh, to this live in the Keltech Studios today. Hey, don't forget, I want you to check out one of our newest sponsors. We, I think we're going to run into these guys. They don't have a booth out at Shot Show, but we'll see them while we're out there. Uh, Talk to you about Tactical Transition, newest member of the Arms Room Radio family. Tactical Transition is a Gun Tech USA premier dealer. That means they stock every single item that Gun Tech USA makes. I'm telling you for them about, excuse me, just tripped tripped right over myself there. Just fell down (laughs) flat on my face in the middle middle of reading. This wasn't even speaking, this was reading.
6: (laughs) While you were reading ahead, (sighs) while you were speaking the part you hadn't read ahead on.
0: We've been telling you for a while to check out <laughs> Gun Tech USA products and to contact your dealer to get them. Well, guess what? Now you don't have to bother your dealer anymore. Just go to TacticalTransition.com. Again, that's TacticalTransition.com. What are you waiting for? Do it now. Okay. We know how the gun, at the Fort La- in the Fort Lauderdale La- shooting, got from, Adla- from Alaska to Fort Lauderdale. Now we know how the gun got from... <clears throat> We know how the gun got from his bag in the Alaska in the Fort Lauderdale Airport and he got it loaded. Now here's what we wanted to talk to you about. Kevin, one of the big things or one of the big things that we we've we've discussed with this is how do we how do we address this problem? All of the shootings and you could trace these back to the church shooting in South Carolina. You could trace this back to the Gabby Gifford shooting. You could trace this back to Columbine you could trace this back to every shooting that you could think of to pulse if it's not a criminal act if it's not a terrorist I am going to kill in the name of Isis it is net job yeah my
5: my dog told me to do it you know it's it's something along those lines you know not to spread any rumors but there are there is a lot of information floating around that is leaning towards he was planning on doing it in the name of Isis
6: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but, what I'm saying. Either, but, one. So either, so, either one. So his but, dog told him to do it in the name of ISIS. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so probably. he gets the hat trick. Yeah. Well, we know. Yeah.
0: Let's forget about this guy. I mean, because we know that there's mental illness. But, I'm, not, I'm it, not worried about anything else, but how but do I want he, to address, he, don't talk about this guy. I want not, to address mental illness. How do we stop somebody with mental illness from getting a
6: firearm? Besides check this box on the form, sir. And we're going to trust you. We have to figure out a way. While protecting someone's rights, correct to report when they seek treatment, and find a way to at least temporarily suspend their firearms possessions rights, while giving them a way to recoup those rights once they have returned to a state of mental health. And that's the big problem. That that's a very big problem. Uh, what I just said. Yeah. Is, uh, well, we just have to make a new son. Here, and he, yeah, exactly. And here's what would have happened. Here's how
0: this should have happened. This gentleman, once the FBI referred him to mental health, to local agency and mental health in Alaska uh, two months ago because he was hearing voices to tell him to, to to watch ISIS videos, at that point a doctor needs to be able to go to the big computer and say, okay, temporary mental illness, Deny firearms rights, or at least the purchase of more firearms, until somebody says, okay, you're good to go. And now what Kevin's talking about is there has to be a process for that person to say, oh, listen, that doctor was over-jealous, or, or, or he's he's, a gun he's grabber. banging my wife, you yeah, know, and that's grabber. why I didn't want me to have a gun, you know, or he's a gun grabber, exactly right. right. There has to be a process in place. There is not
6: one. There's that's not a the one problem. for either one of those things. Yes, correct. Now, right. there's a process at least in Florida, you can be Baker acted or Marchman acted. And when neither of those two things pl- take place, law enforcement takes possession of your farms, And they remain in possession of law enforcement until you petition the court for their return. And part of the return is that you have to have an evaluation by a trained professional. A court-approved court trained right, professional. Right. Yeah. And, and it usually has to be at least two, right. and usually three. And they have to clear you and then you can have your firearms back.
0: The same thing is lacking with the terrorist watch list. And that's the problem that uh, many of the gun rights advocates have with it is that uh you know uh, uh, Kevin Maxwell is shows up on the list you can't have a firearm. Well that's great. Uh, which Kevin Maxwell are we talking about? Well, we're not sure. We just heard chatter. We just heard chatter so Kevin Maxwells are off all, of it. All of them. Well okay, well it's not me, so I'd like to prove that it's not me and get off the list. No sir, there's no getting off the list. What do you mean? No, there's no getting off. Once you're on the list, you're on the list. There's no way to prove anything to get off the list. You're just on the list once they say you're on the list. Well, how did I get on the list? We can't talk about that. Yeah, can't it's, tell you. It's classified. Can't tell you. It's classified. Can't tell you. It's classified. Can't tell you. Because you were on the plane and whispered to somebody that your grandfather was a bombardier back in the war, and now you can't say bomb a deer on a plane back no, in the war. No, no you can't, you can't
6: use those letters no, in, a, no, in a sentence. No, sentence. no. B O M B anywhere together.
0: So you got reported, and then somebody wrote your name down, and they you know, off the manifest, and it went to the FBI, and you got on there. And, it was, and, that, and I, it was
6: actually Kelvin, not Kevin.
0: Yeah, I know you're laughing, but that's that's how you get on there. That's how you get. Well, the name was on there only, but we don't know where he lives or his address, so we just put his name on there. What? What? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's 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 uh, it's crazy talk. And but that's how you get on there. And that's the problem. The same problem with the mental illness. The same problem with. The reason people that uh, believe in the Second Amendment are opposed to getting on the terrorist watch list or the terrorist watch list banning you from having a gun, because there's no way to get off of it. There's no procedure, there's no policy, there's no method to say, wait a second, I'm not the I'm not the terrorist you're looking for. You're looking for you're looking for John A. Smith, I'm John B. Smith. You got the wrong guy. There's no way there's no way, no procedure, no policy, no method for when the doctor says, Oh man, that that guy said uh uh, you know he'd rather jump off a bridge than uh, than go see that movie. It doesn't mean he's crazy. He just doesn't want to see that movie, right. But that doctor overheard him say that. so now he's on the he's the on the, He's on the suicide list and he can't have a firearm. Well guess what? That's why that that's why it's important to develop a program where mental health professionals can report it, but it's also as important to develop a, a procedure so you can petition and get off of that either through the court, through the doctors or other methods. But that's the only way. This is a guy that, again, has fallen short of seeing what the real problem is. When 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 the pro-gun, the Second Amendment responsible people say, we need this, we want this, we want to put this in place, and the anti-gunners, the anti-Constitutioners say, well, let's get rid of guns. No, we're not talking about getting rid of guns. We're making sure the people that shouldn't have guns let's get rid don't of, have guns. Let's get rid of mental illness.
6: Yeah, let's get rid of mental illness. That's what we're gonna do. Legislate that out of existence, yeah. and we won't have yeah. this problem anymore.
0: Well, we did, we did, and you remember they used to stay, uh, used to stay in, in, in dirty buildings behind large fences, and nobody talked about it uh, up until about uh, 30 years ago. The gulags.
6: No, no. The in, in this country they were called uh, sanitariums. Oh, so if you disagreed with the government, they sent you a sanitarium instead of a gulag. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tomato, there's, tomato. there's, there's, there's. Yeah. No, there's the trap. Do you get evaluated as mentally ill? because you disagreed with someone politically and they used it as a lever against you. That that's the risk is that the system is subject to abuse. If you want a gun, you must be crazy and therefore you can't have a gun. As soon as you say you don't want a gun, mm. then we'll clear you. But if you try to go get one, then you're back on the yeah. list again. It's, it's, it's the mm. catch 22. There if You don't want to live in a Soviet yeah. country. Yeah. You must be insane. So we're going to send you to a sanitarium right. until you want to live in a Soviet country.
4: All
6: right. All right. That's the mental illness problem. <laughs> we also have the issue of
0: gun free zones. We're going to give you gun free zones. When we get back after the next segment. We're going to talk to you that one top of the hour because uh, we, we, you know how we feel about the gun free zones, and they they are killing people. And we're going to go into depth.
6: It's in, like in, hunting on why this one in a did. petting zoo. Yeah. at <laughs> this? Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly right.
0: Uh, coming up on the uh, end of the break here, excuse me, coming up on the break, end of the end, end of the hour, uh, it's, you know, it, it all goes by fast. You know, we, we thought, uh, well, I'm, oh, geez, uh, you know, we'll get one or two segments out of this. So we're going to talk to you about gun-free zones. We get back. We're going to talk to you about how to defend yourself in the airport. Yeah, That's the part I want to really
6: get. Yeah. Earl and I are going to talk about that a lot. <laughs> um, what you do to stay safe when you are unarmed and don't have a firearm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, listen
0: if uh, we new year's here if you want to you want to advertise on the program we've got local slots we've got some national slots available we got uh segment sponsors we've got we got a bunch of stuff available this uh, this new year here with some with some contracts so uh you know give us a call check us out it's uh, it's radio at armsroom.com if you want to send an email or just go to armsroom.com Excuse me, armsroomradio.com. There you Arms go. Armsroomradio.com. I just swipe my business. <laughs> you go to go to armsroomradio.com. You can you can get a hold of us. You can tell us uh, if you want to advertise. Listen, un, un, until the next hour, until we see you in a couple minutes from now. Please, 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 exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't
6: ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready.
0: Remember, keep your head on a swivel, especially in an airport. Yep. We'll see it. We'll see you at the top of the hour.
7: with 11 innovations like our patented downward shell ejection but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it'll make you a believer the caltech rdb the bullpup done right innovation performance caltech
1: Veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.
0: Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client.
1: Defining tactical excellence for over 26
10: years. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida. Patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Code Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio.
3: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you
0: live from the kel Studios. Thank you. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I am your host for the rest of the program, and I also drive the Winnebago. Let me go around the room real quick. On my right, right-hand man, great, 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 great great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr.
4: to Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays.
0: Good to be back. Good to be back. It is good. It is a joy. It is it is fun to be here. Uh, like you said, back in back in the new year, and uh, and we're we're kicking it off with a uh, good show so far. Going all right. Go. You know, we got. Unfortunately, the topic is one that uh, you know we hate to have to discuss. But we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Uh, on on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mister Kevin Maxwell.
6: Thank you, Michael. Uh, what do you need? What do you need? What do you got? I want to have a conversation about gun-free zones.
0: Gun-free zones. Yeah, gun-free zones. Let's do good. We can do gun-free zones. We you do can do gun-free
6: zones, or how to protect yourself if you're in it, find yourself in a gun-free zone. We should. We should probably. We should probably finish with the uh,
5: don't we, be in one. I, that, oh, that's that's the quick and simple one. Yeah. But sometimes it's a little easier said than done.
6: Yeah. Listen. Um, well, they kind of. You know what? You could say. Let's just presume you've got to be in a gun-free zone. Something happened, and you got to be in a gun-free zone. Okay? Let's just let's suspend the willful disbelief. You know, it's like what makes Well, movies. you have to. And listen, and, and this is one of those cases, like we talked about, you have to be in a gun-free zone if you're going to fly in an airplane. Right. Just, just play the what-if game. What you, if you find you, yourself in a gun-free zone, you're not able to carry your firearm, or any form of edged implement, Mr. Earl, it, It's you know... No edges, no, sh- no sharp pointy thing. <laughs> Dang it. Now, if you're, if you, I wear Mithril,
4: mm-hmm. right, it's a, mm-hmm. it's
6: a cut resistant, oh, nearly cut proof clothing. I, I wear it quite often uh, because I don't like being stabbed. I've been shot and I've been stabbed and I'd rather be shot. Um, not now. Oh, not, sorry. Not okay. now. Jeez. All right, okay. It wasn't a, it, it, wasn't sounded like a, it, it, it sounded wasn't, like consent. Sounded like consent. Wasn't a request. <laughs> you guys are so funny. How thick is that glass? Um the, the the way to protect yourself is avoidance. And the way to avoidance is situational awareness. Yep. Now, that's that's a that's a technical term for pay attention to what's going on and quit staring at your phone, right? You exactly. Don't stare at your, if
4: exactly. you're in an
6: airport waiting on your bags, don't be staring at your phone.
4: Uh-huh.
6: Be looking because ar- you know what? Unless you got a really good phone, it's not going to stop a bullet.
5: Even the good ones.
6: Right? But you, I mean, yeah. a really good phone, and you got to have like ninja reflexes mm-hmm. to move that gunner that that around bullets. Uh huh. Um, if you can wear something that's bullet resistant, they make a whole line of clothing out there. Some of it can be a little cost prohibitive. Uh, that will make you um, armored. They'll stop handgun rounds fairly easily, and they're not big plate carriers like you see military personnel wearing. These are fashionable clothing lines that look like just a regular jacket or coat. Um, there's there's a product that I think all of us carry since NRA. It's called a manpack, uh, and it is a it's an over the shoulder looking messenger bag. Mm-hmm. It looks very not military. It looks very not tactical. It looks very Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. It, look, it, looks, it looks
0: hipster uh, yeah. um, uh, Mac, Mac, uh,
6: Apple uh, laptop bag. Right. But inside of that, <laughs> yeah. inside of that bag is a ballistic plate. of polystyrene
2: uh, optional
0: when you purchase yeah. it. You know, and I believe it's, uh, <coughs> listen, we actually were before this even came on. Uh, we, we had the, uh, the owner of the, the company was, was supposed to be on with us, uh next week. So you'll hear him. You'll hear him then it's, it's man, M-A-N dash pack, P-A-C-K,
6: man-pack.com. And, and, and as a matter of full disclosure, he is not a sponsor of the show. No, no, he's it's, not. It's it's just... We just, we're endorsing the product because it, it's a way to, well, might be that if somebody were to travel to Europe and knew they couldn't carry a firearm, they'd carry a couple of these. Listen,
0: um, when when uh, we, we get all the time, Kevin, Earl, and I, and Lieutenant Bill, we get asked to do product reviews. And... We, okay, but I'm only going to do the product review if I, first, if I, if, it, if it's I a don't product I would be it. interested in.
6: If I don't, and I don't right. break it. Right. Because uh, Earl and I have broke some stuff. Right. And we, we pay <laughs> for the products. We do. We don't take any give No. We, we no. buy it and, nope. and, and uh, we do negotiate, but we buy yeah. it yeah. and, uh, and we try and break it. Now I did so not. If you, so if you hear us
0: talking about something, I just, that's why I'm just bringing this up. I want you to know we've paid for this product and we love it so much.
6: We're talking about it. Nobody's paid us to talk about this product. Well, w- one of us, actually two of us, may have our children carrying them. Yeah. Um, because they work. They right. do the thing that they're supposed to do is they they are a way to discreetly protect yourself from incoming fire. I went to I went to Europe this
0: summer for a little bit of work, a little bit of a uh, little bit of fun, a little bit of play, and I had uh, this the man pack I used as a computer bag. Uh, just happened to work out really well. It was not the intent when I got it. I thought I would use it for something different, and it just worked out where I liked it better as a as a nice computer bag. Well, we, he's become an Apple guy, so
6: it, you know. He's well, got I have. Bag.
0: It just, just uh, you know oh, well, you, my, my computer woes. I don't even want to go into that one. That's a, that's a whole other program. the The option that you could purchase with this man pack is a is a ballistic panel. Now I'm not talking about the 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 kind you see the police wear the soft armor. I'm not talking about the you see the military wear the giant you know. It, inch thick ceramic or metal plates this is the same thickness as a as a whiteboard,
5: as an erase as a a, you know white dry erase board board. yeah when you guys first handed it to me and how light and the the texture and the surface i thought you guys were pulling my
6: leg and it had a little pin Uh velcro to it so that that's what you actually make it look like i know i i was the one that did that because i I took it i took it to
5: europe
0: and i was concerned that uh, it has a little sticker on it that says what it is so i peeled the little sticker off so nobody knew it was Uh, a ballistic panel, and it's very light, it's very, you know, compact, it's the same size as the backpack, it's a nice rectangle with, you know, the rounded edges, and I took a dry erase pen, and with those little mount, and I put it on there, and then I wrote my daughter's name and homework on it. I put put some math problems on there, and we got checked going through different security screenings, and they pulled it out, and as soon as they saw the marker on there and the math problems on there, they just went, oh, look, this parent has uh, her... Or his child doing math problems on, they, on vacation.
6: I, they don't bring a chalkboard with them anymore. Yeah, they didn't yeah.
0: run the board through the x-ray to see what it was. or you know, they, Oh, look, here's a whiteboard. So I ha- was able to, in a place where I was disarmed, even without edge weapons, at a minimum, I had my family behind ballistic panels.
6: Right. Now, you know, I, I carry a briefcase called a saddlebag. It's a saddle pack. It is for... You, you, know, you work out a little more. You get rid of those saddlebags there, yeah, Kevin. It, I'm just, that's... just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> you. That's really funny. Um, and 180 pounds well, of
5: radio steel and sex appeal. Yeah, way. that's
6: why it's your perfect foray. You. That's right.
5: Ke- Kevin's briefcase is so nice that it's still going to be around when he's not. Yeah. And I'm going to jump in the family foray of fighting over that. Yeah, that's it's right.
6: It's that's their guarantee. Your kids will fight over it after uh-huh, you're dead.
5: Uh-huh. Got a
6: hundred-year warranty. It'll stop a thirty out six round.
0: We, get back, we'll Int- we okay. get back, we'll be talking to. why uh, I know. We get back, we'll be talking to Lieutenant Bill. We'll get some insight on what happened down there at Fort Lauderdale Airport. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtex studios. We'll see you after the break.
7: Caltech sub 2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity not just because it's foldable and adjustable but because it can take most popular handgun magazines so in that 1 millionth of a second when innovation ignites performance curiosity turns to pure adrenaline innovation performance keltech see more at keltechweapons.com
9: 454-7012. That's
3: 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the Guides and the Keltech Studios.
0: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Hey, uh, we have on the line with us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring him right in here. He's uh, still here. Is he still here? We got him. still okay. Good. Uh, uh, we're gonna talk to Lieutenant Bill. Lieutenant Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer from uh, Arms Room Radio. How are you doing, sir?
4: Hey,
11: what's going on, guys? How you doing today?
0: We're doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Hey, you know what? It's, this reminds me of something. Hold on, I've got it over here on the phone. I think I have it. I think I have it. Um, Bill, you, you, this is this this pertains to you also. Earl's got Earl's got some some wonderful uh, rejoined music there. He's got the old uh, the the like a boss.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Kevin's got the 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 uh, the Law and Order the cha ching. The the, 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 the <laughs> no, that's what my clients think. Yeah, Ching, yeah. that's yeah. what my clients think. Um, uh, Lieutenant Bill has You got for, me paid. For, yes, I do. Yes, for I did. those of you that that are in the know, that's the 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 One Atom Twelve theme song that starts. And I and I think I found something that I want. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out here. Let's see if you guys can hear this or not. Tell me tell me what you think. Let's see here. So. It's not too bad. Not too bad. Let's see if you get another couple notes here. Another couple lines.
6: That's Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: That is Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, it's Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's Bohemian Rhapsody on a 120-year-old fairground pipe organ. Uh, nice. it, it's, it's it's crazy that's,
6: that, good. That's, you want that to be your new rejoin music? I think music.
0: I want that to be my rejoin music. I want that to the, the 120-year-old fairground pipe organ rejoin Bohemian Rhapsody music. You know although, why? Although I think
6: this one's more appropriate. he's crazy for the funnel cake. <laughs> yeah. That could do it. That could do it. That could do it. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, Lieutenant Bill. Sorry about that. Uh, it's just been it's been bugging me for a day now.
11: Uh, it's all right. Um, Completely understand.
0: Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you know the area well. What? Um, what? What? Which? Any insight on what what happened down there? I mean, we've we've given pretty much everything we've seen in the news. Uh, I'm just curious if you had any other insight. Uh, well,
11: you know, listening to what you guys were, were talking about it, it's it's you know a lot of people are are now going to the finger pointing. Right, right. Of course, because we're in a society that no one wants to take responsibility for their own actions. Uh, You know, the the fact that, you know, the FBI did the right thing when
4: they did the investigation.
11: They called local law enforcement up there in Alaska. They came out there. They did the equivalent of their Baker Act, He was held for four days, and the doctor released them. Uh, So, you know, how this... Gets thrown on the back of, of law enforcement. Uh, well, you know the government failed him. I think that's what the brother is saying. Uh, everybody failed him. Uh, well, at what point do you stand up and take responsibility? Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, listen. Everybody you in his family it. also said, hey, "Listen, this guy's uh, he's wacky. You know, he's feeling. He's hearing voices." He's the family said it. Law enforcement recognized it. I will give it to the FBI. They they saw it. They handed it off to local law enforcement because listen, the FBI doesn't deal with a lot of those little local issues. That's a local law enforcement no, they specialty, and they, and they did it right by handing it off to the local law enforcement. Local law enforcement gave it to the mental health professional. The mental health professional had him committed for four days, and, and the problem that we talked about, and you heard us talk about it, is there's no procedure for a doctor to say, whoops, dude's looney tunes, take the guns away until he can prove he's he not looney tunes.
11: Correct. And uh, so it's, you know, is there a failure in the system? Yes, there is. Right. And I think some good discussion has been brought up of how do we address it. Uh, in this particular case, the response by the Briar Sheriff's Office, uh, the response by uh, when, when mutual aid was activated in Briar County, all the uh, municipal agencies that responded, uh, everyone trains well together. Uh, down here in the state, we're all on you know, common communication frequencies. Uh, within a matter of minutes, everybody was on one channel, uh everybody's talking there's a coordinated response. Uh where Fort Lauderdale Airport is situated. It's right next to Port Everglades. It's right next to I ninety five and five ninety five. It touches five jurisdictions.
0: Yeah, it touches five jurisdictions that's yes. right there. Yeah. Yes. And uh
11: you know it's uh we had a lot of people respond.
0: Let me let me let me bring this up and because we hadn't talked to you about it yet, I was waiting for you. Uh that airport there, you've been to that airport several times, I've been to that airport several times. We know people that uh, live and work there. There you can't sneeze in there without hitting a law enforcement officer. It's, no. it's, it's, it's that well protected. And, and, and I'm not bringing this up because I think there's any issue with the law enforcement presence there at all. On the other hand, the point I'm trying to make is this gentleman was, was determined to do what he was going to do. He pulled a firearm, emptied one magazine, reloaded, emptied another magazine, and the magazine was empty before a law enforcement officer was able to confront him. Now, folks, I'm talking about 20, 30, maybe 50 yards tops in a building with all these other people and objects around. This is a gun-free zone. This is in the state of Florida. This is a gun-free zone. If you're in one of those 44 states where you can have a firearm in there, great. Now, obviously, if you're getting off an airplane, you don't have time to stop and load your gun. They want you to do that outside the airport. But for the people that are coming in and picking people up, the people that are coming into the airport and dropping people off for the, 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 the guy that's filling the soda machines for the taxi driver that needs to use the bathroom. In the state of Florida, those people, law-abiding citizens that can normally carry their concealed firearm, can't carry it at that location. Florida has made that a gun-free zone. Once again, laws have stated, guess what? We're going to protect you. You don't have to worry about it. And guess what happened here? This is one of the this place has some of the densest law enforcement. I mean, dense by population wise, dense, densest presence of, of law enforcement available.
6: The, and it wasn't able to stop the deaths of five individuals. Law enforcement per capita in that geographic correct, area. Correct. Correct. Yes.
0: Yeah.
11: Yes, absolutely. And, and, and again, we are at at this, at, at the airport there. uh, you know, the sheriff's office is, obviously, they're they're there in uniform, they're yeah. there in plain clothes. Uh, they're there as a deterrent, but it's also a reactionary
0: Correct. Force. Correct. Yeah, and it's not just you. You also have armed federal air marshals there. You also have armed right. FBI there. I mean, there's a lot of undercover armed people. I mean, I don't want to lay this all in the sheriff's office. The sheriff's office has a tremendous amount of outstanding people and unlike a lot of agencies that i've worked with over the years this is a reward job this is not one of those well that guy's no good for the road send him to the airport you've got to be top notch to to work there to
11: to the the airport or to the port uh, with, with bso right uh and it's and it's a good assignment but you're also i mean you don't just see these guys sitting around they're always walking around they're always patrolling uh so it's they walk through the
0: airport like a secret service detail, looking at eyes and hands. It's amazing. Yes, yeah.
11: yes. and they have uh, they have numerous canine units out there, uh, both you know, apprehension, uh, narcotics, and uh, explosive. Uh, so, this guy was determined to do it. Yeah, and on, they react, and as soon as he was immediately confronted by law enforcement, he surrendered.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
11: So it's, and it all happened within, you know, re, in reality, in, in less than, you know, three minutes. Right. Uh, the situation was over. Now, yeah, and that's
0: from loading the gun and walking out. From the yes. first pull of the trigger till the last pull of the trigger was probably 30 seconds.
4: Correct. Yeah. If, if that long. Yeah.
0: If that long.
11: You know, so it's, yeah, you know, they, everybody down here did a, a tremendous job.
6: Yes, they know, did. Yeah. state,
11: local county uh, and even even federal
6: <laughs> right yeah yeah they did uh, well that hurt didn't it <laughs>
11: yeah that, that
4: hurt for me to say it really yeah. did yep.
11: but uh in this case uh, they, they did a great job and everybody worked together uh it wasn't one of those where you know you know my stick is bigger than your stick and yeah. uh we're, we're running this show uh the fbi and the sheriff's office have been running a joint investigation uh it's been seamless from what i've been told from my contacts uh and it's just it's law enforcement did everything that they could and everything that they were trained to do to respond to this incident. And quite frankly, I think it had, he had more ammunition, uh, there would have been, uh, I I don't think the, the, the loss of life, uh, would have been any greater than what it was. Uh, they they did a great job in responding and getting him into custody.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, um, they did a good job. Everything was good. And again, the, the point that we're making, and you heard Lieutenant Bill say it, is a gu- perhaps if it had been a gun-free, it wasn't a gun-free zone, we don't know if he would have been stopped earlier, but at least those people that were legally in there might have had the opportunity to defend themselves instead of having five killed and uh, and, and eight wounded down there. Um, so, right.
11: It's, it's it's one of those things where, you know, an, an armed citizen is, you know, the, the, the best deterrent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we can't be everywhere, uh, and that's why I, I encourage everybody. You have to go get your CCW because you know it's easier to carry a gun than carry a cop around on your back.
0: <laughs> exactly. Bill, please be safe down there for us.
11: Uh, we will, guys. I thank you very much, and all my brothers and sisters in blue, keep your head on a swivel, wear your vest and your seatbelt, always go home at the end of your shift. You listen to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the kel studios. So guys, we'll see you right after the break.
4: Oh,
6: boy. He is just going to be absolutely inconsolable.
1: Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years.
2: Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client.
5: The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com.
0: Air Force Technical Sergeant Timothy R. Weiner died January 7, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Weiner, 35, of Tamarack, Florida, was assigned to the 775th Civil Engineer Squadron, Hill Air Force Base, Utah. He was killed by a vehicle-borne improvised explosive device while performing duties in the Baghdad area. Also killed were Senior Airman Elizabeth A. Lonkey, 23, of Newcastle, Delaware, and Senior Airman Daniel B. Miller, Jr., 24, of Galesburg, Illinois. All three were members of the unit's Explosive Ordnance Disposal Flight. They were trained to safely dispose of bombs and maintain safe passage for convoys on supply routes. It was similar to a car bomb in the road, and they stopped to do exactly what they normally do. They were killed in action while performing on their mission. Air Force Technical Sergeant Timothy R. Weiner, Senior Airman Elizabeth A. Lockney, Senior Airman Daniel B. Miller, Jr.,
6: you are not forgotten. If you'd like to reach me, you can do so at the office 407-467-4960. 407-480-2179 407-480-2179 or uh, Max Law Orlando.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Uh, gun-free zones. This is a gun-free zone. This is someplace that I believe gun-free zones should be outlawed. We've seen Missouri recently outlaw gun-free zones. Or not outlaw gun-free zones, but if you choose to have one, now you become, if, as, a, as a business, you, you become you're liable. you
6: proactively yeah. liable.
0: Yes. Right. Um, that's that's becoming the trend everywhere else, and other places are just outright banning gun-free zones. This is a gun-free zone. This is one of those gun-free zones that you don't have a choice. You could say, you know what, I'm not going to an amusement park. You could say, you know what, I'm not going to the post office. You could say, y- you know what, I'm not going to the hospital. Right. Uh, you know, to there, visit
6: somebody. But there's, know. there's some, there's some places you can't, this is one, you know, listen,
0: a relative is sick. I gotta, got to get on an airplane. I got to fly to Utah. Uh, you, you gotta go, you're not going to take a cruise ship or a Greyhound to get there, you know, a week yeah, from especially now.
6: Especially if it's an emergency. Correct. So
0: you we, have we're... to go to the airport. You have to expose yourself to a gun-free zone. What What's your alternative? So
6: here? We've talked about pay attention, be aware of what's going on around you so that if you see something start to develop, you can get yourself farther away from it, right? Uh, I talked to I talked to the the Fox News folks. He's a young man with a new baby. You're supposed to run away from gunfire. Old guys have like us, have a uh, plan. Have uh, a plan. Old guys like us, like me, like you guys aren't that old guys, but we're supposed to run toward gunfire. Our families <laughs> can feed themselves and not how to cook and have jobs. I, I I get killed, you know, my mortgage company will be upset, but everybody else is going to be <laughs> fine. Um, so know what's going on around you. Bullet resistant clothing, carry on bags, something. But if you hear fire break out, there's always luggage in the baggage claim area. Mm-hmm. Pick up somebody else's bag and hold it up in front of you. And hope that they're not a lingerie model and that they <laughs> yeah, won't yeah, stop so it. It's full of paper mache products <laughs> you know right. or something I mean, like it's, that, you yeah. know, it's, or this the, is awfully light. You know? The, the <laughs> odds of that are slim. Yeah. Um, find natural cover. Get, get behind things and stay behind things. You, you've all played Marco Polo and hide and seek. Don't let him or her see you. You you can't shoot what you cannot
5: see. Yeah, and don't be afraid. I mean, okay, uh, yeah, there's nothing on fire, but the fire exits work. Yeah,
6: that's right. Yeah, it, just because you're afraid the alarm's going to go off, they'll
0: get over it. Okay? Kevin was talking to you about uh, the, the, the man pack, and they have the ballistic insert. I'm telling you, these ballistic inserts, if you had a stack of papers a quarter inch thick, it weighs more than this ballistic insert. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's
6: it, uh, There's no weight to it at all. It's it, very stiff, but it doesn't weigh anything.
0: This is the perfect place for one of those. You're walking through an airport, whether you use the man pack or not, or you just buy the ballistic insert, you put this in a backpack. Because guess what everybody travels with on an airplane now? Oh, yeah. Because, oh, let's see, it's $87 to check my bag, or I could bring on three carry ons. I'll bring on some carry ons. Exactly. So you drop this in the carry on, and this is what I did for my family when we went. We were disarmed overseas. They both had their little day packs they carried around with it, you know, with the little, either the, you know, the, the game boy or the makeup and you figure out which one was carrying which, um, yeah. and you know, but inside those backpacks, those little bitty backpacks they had on was a ballistic panel. So at a minimum they had something to hold, hold up, up to with, their chest and face or, or something to get behind or something to put behind them or on their back as they were running from the sound of fire.
6: Right. I mean, it, Gunfire, it, it's, not, it's still going to leave a bruise, flame fire. but it's not going to leave a hole. Right. Um, if, if it gets to where there are people beginning to fall down fall down feign yeah. death put a yeah. bag over the top of you and just feign death all right he walks by and shoots you in the leg you know what you will probably get over that
0: listen um the 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 ballistic insert that costs money i understand if you don't have the money to do for something like that if we all had money we'd all be living in a you know a, a, a bulletproof i'd be driving a bulletproof car you know don't
6: criticize my car
0: <laughs> yeah the there's some things to do that they're not they're not popular. If you're in a place like this and you see one of these shootings starts, like Kevin said, playing dead is, is an option if there's a group of people. Guess what? There's going to be a lot of people standing there because this is the world we live in. There Looking. are a lot of people standing there and staring at what's going on. There's going to be idiots taking their phones out to videotape it. Because guess what? It can't be real. It's in front of me. It must be something else going on. I'm just an idiot. I don't think anything can happen to me. I'm going to videotape it. Get behind those people and go away, Right. all right? There's going to be people standing up. There's going to be people. There's going to be cover. There's going to be pillars. I know this airport. I know this terminal. There's big, giant pillars. There's all of the little carts that run down for, you know, coffee or whatever. Get away. Don't just get behind these, these, these pieces of concealment and cover. Keep get moving. Get behind them and keep moving. Right. Get behind the dummies that stand there and go, I wonder what's going on over there, and move away. Go, go go behind them and move away. Mm-hmm. Keep them
6: between you and the bad guy. You know that hole that the luggage comes out? Go through that hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> di- and- di- di- throw your kid through that hole, throw your spouse through that yeah. hole, and dive through that hole yourself. Because you know what? The people on this side are going to call security, and they're going to take you into custody. Yeah. You know where the safest place to be in those kind of circumstances? Back at that police car. Yep. Because well, that's the one place those guys don't want to go. When you go with your family or you travel by yourself is obviously easier to
0: protect yourself but when you travel with your family whether it's the wife whether it's the kids whether it's uh, you know your brother whoever it happens to be make sure they're on the same page they're on the same sheet of music and you say hey listen i, wanna, I don't want to go in here and have a whole big security briefing and tell you where to go if you don't get if you don't see it the same way i do but if i grab you by the shirt or i grab you by the arm and i start
6: running you run with me yeah if i say run and you want to argue with me that i don't tell you what to do I'm going to leave you where you are. I, I've had to have that conversation with my spouse and, and I've tested that once and she ran.
4: <laughs> she, she was like,
6: you know you were faking. yeah, but I just want to make sure yep.
4: you know, yeah. I'm not gonna have to yeah. ever
6: do it again, but I just want to make sure you understood yep. if I if I'm running and you're not running, the zombies get to eat you. You need to run when I say run. i don't have to outrun the zombies. That's Except right I have to outrun you. That's right
0: exactly right. And that's why I when asked what what kind of weapon do you want in the, in the uh, what is it during a bear attack? I, I just look like a little 22, a little yeah, 25. Fine,
5: yeah, fine. Just enough to pop you but, in the knee. Is, is that going to take <laughs> out the bear? <barrel? laughs> no, but it's going to take your knee yep, out. That's it. Shoot can, you in a pinky. I can, I can shoot you run fa- in a pinky toe.
6: I can <laughs> run faster than you with a busted kneecap. That's for darn sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've seen you run. I still got a chance.
5: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had this discussion. Unfortunately, I, I haven't gone as far as discussing it with my significant other of how to handle a situation like this if we are in a gun-free zone, i.e. traveling, but we have discussed it if we're, you know, in our home state where typically both of us are carrying, but I uh, have have told her that, all right, you've got lead, I'm covering backup. You know, we, we move as fast as you do. Right. So, you know, you haul butt and I'll be covering it, it, covering, covering our, our escape.
6: The, the standing rule with my family is you move away from me, from me at 90 degrees
4: mm-hmm.
6: because I'm going to draw fire mm-hmm. because I'm going to be shooting back at whoever is shooting
4: mm-hmm.
6: and you need to move away from me because I'm going to become his main focus of attention. So you need to move away from, don't get behind me because right. if I move to get out of the way, you, you may catch a, a stray round. So you move away from me as fast as you can, 90 degrees.
0: Lieutenant Bill is texting me, and he just don't forget rehearsals. Don't forget rehearsals. You need to do this. Not only do you have to play the what am I going to do game? The what the, if game, what if game, but you have to rehearse this with Practice your family. The exactly what if right. Game. Uh, this is, and you need to let your spouse know too, that you might be move. You might be moving towards the sound of the gunfire, like Kevin said, yep. and you might be sending them away. Now I'm lucky. Luckily for me, I my, my wife's pretty tactically sound. You
4: know? <laughs> yes, she so, would be. So she is, <laughs> she, I,
0: I think that's <laughs> an understatement. So, so, you know, one of us is going to take the, uh, the child and go the opposite way, mm-hmm. and one of us mm-hmm. is going to go uh, see if we can uh, end
6: somebody else's misery. Yep. Yeah, but but her... his child's got standing rules that run until you get tired.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, she... and there's a code word for the children. There's yep. a code word for the children, so they know when it's uh, when it's go time and when it's no time. So they they, they know that absolutely. Uh, all right. When we get back, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about some new regulations, new policies when you're buying a firearm, according to the. ATF's new 4473 background check form. You listen, to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break.
8: Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT Training Pistol. Go online right now to next leveltraining.com slash armsroom.
1: Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech.
3: Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys and the Celtech Studios.
0: Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Man, last 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 segment already. Happens time every flies. Time. Happens every time. Well, let me let you know what's going on. Guess what's coming up? We had such a great time doing it last time, we're doing it again. Saturday, March 4th at the Arms Room Radio Machine Gun Shoot, sponsored by kel Come on out and get a chance to see and shoot firearms you've never seen before. Maybe on TV, maybe in the movies, but not in person. We've got M4s, AKs, M240s, 60s m M249s, and a big dog of them all, the M250 caliber Modus. Merchandise vendors available. There's going to be some great barbecue fun for all. First-time shooter, no problem. It's about safety, training, and education. Once again, portion of the proceeds go to Mission Blue, Inc. That's Mission Blue, Inc. Check it all out at FloridaMachineGunShoot.com or on the Facebook page, Florida Machine Gun Shoot, or excuse me, Facebook.com slash Florida Machine Gun Shoot. And as of this week, as of right now, when you're hearing my voice, if you go to Florida Machine MachineGunShoot.com, you could buy your tickets, you could buy your ammunition in advance for a discounted price. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. We hope to see you there. Hope to see you there. All right. Uh, we are going to talk to you about, and I'm trying not to throw a lot of numbers and stuff out here, it's the ATF firearm transaction record it's the background check form it's the forty four seventy three you're gonna hear it checked you are going to hear it referred to a lot of different ways the one issue I have with this form right off the bat is that it becomes enforceable January 16th I'm sorry if I have the problem with a federal government that starts enacting new laws four days before a new president takes over I saw this again yesterday our current president is still making appointments to, to boards and panels that require Senate confirmation. Mm-hmm. Hey, butthead, sit down, pack your stuff, and get ready to move out. But remember, he still has a phone and a pen. Yeah, well, he's going to have a black eye and a bruise on his face when when, when somebody gets a hold of him, because this is, this is just moronic. All he's doing is wasting taxpayer money mm-hmm. at this they point. Sp- they spent millions printing these forms. Oh, I'm, yeah, not even this form alone okay. is millions. Yeah, Not not to mention everything else. We talked to you a few weeks back about a uh, ruling out of California. Uh, it was out of the, the Ninth Circuit out there where they the, the local courts decided, sorry, folks, we know we're a pro-marijuana state. But if the form says uh, no marijuana f- on a federal level, you can't have it, you can't use it on a federal level. Well, we're only talking about state law here. So you'd be lying on the form or you'd be you'd have to tell the truth on the form and not get the firearm. Well, Kevin, it came out this week. What, what do we have? It finally hit the federal form. ATF forty four seventy-three question eleven E. This is the form you fill out when you have to when you go buy a gun anywhere in this country
6: at a dealer. Says, or at a are, gun
0: dealer at a gun show.
6: Are you an unlawful user of or addicted to well let me read you that because commas are important. Are you an unlawful user of, comma, or addicted to, comma, marijuana or any depressant, comma stimulant, comma? narcotic, drug, comma, or any other controlled substance. Which is the same as it was before. The addition to this is now... There's a warning underneath it that says, warning, colon, the use or possession of marijuana How do they remains... they know my name's
5: colon? How do they know that? They, they know
6: you. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. You're on
5: the list, buddy. Remains
6: <laughs> unlawful under federal law, regardless of whether it has been legalized or decriminalized for medical or recreational purposes in the state where you reside, period. Which I'll give you first
0: off is a little odd because our current federal government is pro-social experiment, uh, you know, let them do what they want, give them all a trophy. If you want marijuana, go ahead and have it. However, the ATF, which falls under the Department of Justice, decided we're going to add this to this
6: form. Right. There's no legislative control that allows them to do that. They just decide to change the rules because or the ATF and we all the guns, the ammunition and the alcohol. And if you don't do what we say, we won't let you have any of them. Yeah, not. Yeah. And Kevin's, I mean, being a little facetious, but not far off, no, you know, it's, it's now controlled substance includes nicotine if it's in a cigarette, but not in a patch. Uh, it can it, it, is alcohol, because that is also a controlled substance. So if you are an unlawful user or addicted to those, you are not supposed to answer no to that question. This warning is trying to tell you that even though you have a prescription for marijuana and you live in a state where it is legal, that if you use your medical marijuana in accordance with the prescription, that you are now Illegally using marijuana and I don't agree that the ATF has the right to make that determination that you can have something that is legally allowable in a state but is federally illegal for a crime that I cannot find anywhere that they have prosecuted someone for because if they now. That doesn't mean Operation Choke Point's not still being used because he ramped that up again in the last week and cut off transactions under Chokepoint. And that's one of the reasons why many of these dispensaries have so much trouble banking is because the federal government's trying to steal their money. Um, the, the federal government is not rolling into Colorado or to California and arresting all these people that have these dispensary prescriptions. They're just not doing it. Why are they not doing it? Well, because it would destroy them politically because most of the people that I know that would be using these are democratic supporters. Yeah. that I don't know a lot yeah, of, right, of staunch right, Republicans right. that are, you know, users of that particular substance recreationally. Right. They may drink a beer, but they're not going to smoke weed. Well, you know what? And I'm kind of glad you, you said beer there.
0: Kevin talked about, well, there's legal items on here. Uh, well, you are know, like cigarettes or alcohol or anything like that, that, that are controlled substances. Well, nobody would ever think that, uh, you know, if I, one of those controlled substances what this applies to. Well, let me, let me tell you exactly what this means. It says marijuana or any depressant, you know, you know what
6: alcohol is? It's a depressant. It's a depressant. So when you get up at your AA meeting and say, I'm an alcoholic, guess what? You're an, you're an addict according to this. It says, or right. addicted to whether
0: you've had it in the past 20 years or not. Here, here's, and I. this is not theory, if you get arrested for DUI, DWI, ball, whatever it happens to be, driving under the influence
6: of alcohol, if you get arrested and convicted for that. Well, even if you don't get convicted and you take a plea, you're going to have to, as part of the plea, undergo a counterattack school intervention. And that counterattack school, level one, is going to require an assessment for alcoholism. And I've never seen anybody that didn't go. Yep, you're an alcoholic and you need to go through a treatment program. Okay. okay and, but and now you're diagnosed. Even even without the treatment programs, once you're convicted of this alcohol-related offense,
0: you're put on the ban list for two years. Because they say, well, if he got convicted or, or pled to a lesser charge of an alcohol-related offense, he clearly has an addiction to alcohol. And so you, we're putting him on the ban list. You can't buy a firearm right. for two years. And folks, that's a that's a misdemeanor, non-violent, alcohol-related offense and you've been taken off. You've been taken off the eligibility list. Same thing of a marijuana charge, and you lose your license for two years. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is happening.
9: This Absolutely. is happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's the Kevin. This where it says warning on there.
6: Is that? I mean, I read that and I go, well. It, I, I'm reading it, and and you and I have a disagreement about this. Right. But I'm reading it like the yellow 25 mile an hour sign. It's yeah. a suggestion, but you can't get ticketed for it. And I, I agree, it's a suggestion. It's it says warning. Now
0: warning to me means I, I could either do this or I could he, not do this. Right. It's a warning. I choose. However, it's not just checking that block. The rest of the form says, I swear, and I know if I'm untruthful. So that's my concern. But, that they wouldn't charge me for writing no there. They'd,
6: they'd charge me for signing the yeah, back. You would, but if you sign the back and you don't believe you're an unlawful user or addicted, right. then you've answered truthfully. Because the problem with this form is it's all... Subjective, based on your own opinion.
0: Yeah, and based on the
6: ATF's opinion. No, Kevin, your you get, opinion.
0: You got uh, you got 20 seconds. Somebody, somebody, in a state that has marijuana, and they they've used or partake, and they they're filling out this form. What do they answer? Yeah,
6: you got 10 seconds. Are you addicted? Are you an unlawful user? That's the question. If you're if you're unlawfully using, if you're unlawfully using, then you got a problem. But you know. I'd be more than happy to sit down and talk to anybody who wants to talk about this, and we'll have a conversation. Now, if you live outside of the state of Florida, I can't give you legal advice. If I can tell you what my legal scholarship would tell you, and give me a call, 407-467-4960. Call me in the office, 407-480-2179. Leave me a voicemail. I'll get it through email, and, uh, or email me at Kevin C. Maxwell at gmail.com, and I'll answer any questions I can.
0: Another great week, folks. We'll see you back here next week. You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Please, please, please
6: exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on the swivel.